but so many of us struggle with negative thinking patterns, automatic negative thoughts. The reason that is, is because your brain, our brains, just as a human being, it's just the way we're, we're wired, is our brain takes any one negative thought and multiplies it by three, not meaning you have more of those thoughts, but the feeling, the power of that thought, the intensity of that thought. Again, you have like 50 negative, 50 positive thoughts, but those negative thoughts are times three. They feel like they're three times as big. And that's why we are so focused on negative thinking and why it's so hard to get out of those thinking patterns. We have to work extra hard to try to push those negative thoughts away. Welcome to the Reclaim Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Van Dolder. I'm a weight loss dietitian and mindset coach, and this program's for you if you're a busy working woman or female entrepreneur, and you're ready to take charge of your health. You're ready to lose weight and make lasting positive change in your life. The only kicker is that you're on the brink of burnout. You're exhausted. You are frustrated. You're feeling discouraged and uncomfortable. And this is how I help my clients, giving you simple, practical, and savvy strategies to help you achieve your goals while reducing your stress, boosting your mood, your energy, and your self-confidence. To learn more about working with me, check out my website at leahvandolder.com. Welcome to the show. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Reclaim Podcast. I'm very excited because this is our very first guest episode, and I'm really excited to bring on my friend and colleague, Libby Supin. Is that how you say your last name? It's actually Supan, but Supan, you can say okay. it however you want. <laughs> well, Libby, I'm super excited to have you here. And you know what? Why don't you take a couple of minutes just to introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about you? Thank you so much, Leah. And thank You're you so welcome. much for having me. I'm very excited to be here and having our conversation. Um, yeah. So I'm Libby Supan, and I struggled with an eating disorder and disordered eating for over two decades. I truly thought that I was going to die this way. I didn't think it was possible for me to get better. So I made a promise to myself a long time ago that if I ever did get better, then I would have to then help others do the same thing. Like that would just be my life's kind of trajectory and passion. Mm -hmm. So here I am doing just that because I did recover. So I am a licensed therapist specializing in eating disorders, and I'm also a certified intuitive eating coach, helping people heal their unhealthy relationships with food and their bodies and walking them through relearning how to eat intuitively. And yeah, I have two different practices, therapy and coaching, and I have telehealth and yeah, I love what I do. That's amazing, Libby. Thank you. And you know what? I just wanted to uh, just thank you for opening up and being vulnerable because I think it's so important for our listeners to know too, that like we're human and you know what? We have struggles and I really applaud you. Well, first of all, congratulations on that journey for yourself and healing yourself and also being able to use that as your purpose in your life, because it truly is, I'm sure it's very rewarding work and it feels so good because you can relate to your clients on so many levels and like, you know, the feels, you know, the struggles and you know how to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Leah. I I really do. I, I fully understand. I get it. You know, and I think that's, 
probably like the biggest way I can connect with the people that I work with is I get it. I was there. I was you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why I'm really well, just so honored to have you here too, because first of all, you're a wealth of knowledge. Uh, you know, you've been through it, you've lived it, you felt it, you've overcome this. And I mean, you're an expert in in this field. And today we're gonna talk about something that you and I actually chat a lot about with our mm-hmm. clients. And I think too, it's it's just a good time to even know like we have different ideal clients, right? But it's interesting how some overlap comes in there, especially with thinking patterns. Yes. I mean, you work with people and helping them overcome eating disorders. And uh, I mean, my listeners know that I'm a weight loss dietitian and help with, you know, rewiring their thinking patterns and really help with mindset. And there really is, I mean, you and I have chatted many times about overlap in thinking. And yeah, I just wanted to bring your expertise here and talking about a topic around blame versus yeah. accountability. Because you find Libby with your with your clients and even with yourself, did you struggle with differentiating blame versus accountability? Because I think a lot of times some of us think that it's the same thing. Like I've heard my clients yeah. say, well, if I'm not blaming myself for eating those five cookies, then like that's not taking accountability. Right. Like I must blame myself because right. that equals accountability when really it's the total right. opposite. Like, tell me yeah. more about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I kind of a little bit of a tangent, but what you're what I'm hearing you say as you're saying it is it's almost so similar to, to the two different voices that we can have, like the disordered eating voice. And then like, if I'm talking about myself, the Libby voice. Yeah. So the disordered eating voice is the blame and the yeah. Libby voice would be the accountability. Mm. And yes, it's, it's so much about the self-blame can be, you know, like going into the victim mentality where yeah. accountability is I'm empowering myself. And so, yeah, it's, you know, I think you and I are talking about how you know, most people that struggle with food or body issues or are on their, you know, weight loss journey or whatever it is, yeah. they really also have a big perfectionism umbrella over them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, perfectionism is the black and white thinking. It's, well, if I can't do it perfectly, I'm not going to do it at all. Oh my gosh, I just ate this extra cookie after lunch. F it, I'm going to eat the entire package. Totally. So that's all self-blame, you know, and that's never going to serve you. Mm. Yeah. And then I think, well, so that's not going to serve you. And if you are, you know, if I'm one of your clients, Leah, like I'm probably not going to be able to lose weight with that mindset. Mm -hmm. So instead, instead of blaming myself and being the victim, I'm going to take accountability and move forward. So, okay. I eat this extra cookie after lunch. You know what? It didn't really feel good. So I'm going to remember this for the next time and just reconsider whether I want it or not. And I'm still allowed to eat that extra cookie next time. But when I make the decision from an accountability standpoint, it will change that dynamic. Mm-hmm. And then I'm able to, you know, move forward, make progress and feel empowered. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of hear within like the difference there, you bring in a level of being human, right? Yeah. Human error 
I mean, it's expected, right? Um, yes. And with that perfectionism mindset, because 100%, right? It's, uh, I hear it a lot in the women that I work with. And this is something that I too have had to really work on over the years. But yeah, instead of having that very high expectation of that perfectionism, allowing that level of human error and say, you know what? Yeah, I had a few more cookies than I might have liked. This Mm -hmm. is how I'm feeling right now. It happened. But almost seeing yourself as the solution and what to do for the next step versus stewing over what just happened right because it's not going to serve anybody when you're in that place right yeah and it's it reminds me too of like you know really really ask yourself and I'm talking to myself too like really asking myself okay have I truly ever accomplished anything by punishing myself to get there Mm. no maybe temporarily but no yeah. You can't punish yourself into punish your way into changing. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, you can't punish your way to health. You can't punish your yeah. way to weight loss. Right. And I think too that I mean this idea is just coming to me now but even with social media and all of these insane standards and ideals and belief around, you know, what health should look like and I say mm. that in big quotes. Right, um, right. And this perfectionist, almost punishment mentality. And I think actually, Libby, we were chatting about this last week around, you know, like someone's got that trainer of like, come on, 10 more. You're not working yes. hard enough. Yes. <laughs> yes. And hey, maybe like there can be a time and a place. But if that like punishing yourself every step of the way, I mean, you can't punish your way to health. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it, it even makes me think of, I just made this um, social media video on diet culture and what it was like, I think in the like nineties, early two thousands. And there was like this video clip I used from, I think, what was that show? Next top model with Tyra Banks. Oh yeah. I used to watch um, that show. Yeah. There's this contestant. I couldn't tell you what her name is, but this is like, I think early two thousands and they're just like. I mean, just body shaming her. Like she's plus size. She's gross. She's too big. Oh my and gosh. first of all, she's not plus size. Not that it would matter anyways, but you know, they're, they're basically just like bullying her, punishing her. And then they ask her to like lose the weight. And anyway, it's just, it's a perfect example of like, this poor woman is not going to change because you're bullying her. She's not going like that's, you can't make change that way. Just like no. you can't bully yourself, you know? Yeah. 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 Big difference between bullying versus that empowerment and doing it in a way that, you know, doing it in a way that serves you. And I think too, I mean, even the, the woman that I work with too, and I'm thinking of some of my clients, like they've, you know, they've absolutely attempted the, the punishing way, you know, the quick fix diet and it doesn't last long. And when they come to me, Mm -hmm. they're like, I need something better. I need sustainable. I need balanced. I need a way of eating, a way of thinking, a way of living that is truly fulfilling for me, emotionally Mm -hmm. fulfilling and truly brings me happiness versus feeling so shitty about myself all the time. Yeah. And just living yeah. in a negative 
headspace. This is actually a really great segue because you said something to me, Libby, the other day, and I was absolutely mind blown about the shocking truth about our <laughs> negative thoughts because I had like, well, actually, I'm going to hand it over to you. Do you yeah. remember what you told me around the negative thoughts? Do you remember that? I absolutely do. Yes. Yeah. And I remember when I found this out, I was like, oh my gosh, it makes so much sense. <laughs> so as human beings, we all experience the same amount or percentage of positive versus negative thoughts. But so many of us struggle with negative thinking patterns, yeah. automatic negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. And the reason that is, is because your brain, our brains, just as a human being, it's just the way we're, we're wired is our brain takes any one negative thought and multiplies it by three. Not that it makes it not meaning you have more of those thoughts, but the feeling, mm. the, the, the power of that thought, the intensity of that thought. So you, again, you have like 50 negative, 50 positive thoughts, but those negative thoughts are times three. They feel like they're three times as big. And that's wow. why we are so focused on negative thinking and why it's so hard to get out of those thinking patterns. So yeah, we have to work extra hard to try to push those negative thoughts away. See, that's wild to me. And it does make a ton of sense. And the, like, when you told me that, I'm like, oh my gosh, we have the same amount of negative thoughts versus positive thoughts. And yeah, It is interesting too, because in any situation, there really is a positive and negative to any situation, but yet we immediately think about the negative. Cause like you just said that the feeling is so amplified Mm -hmm. within our body. So it's just second nature for our brain to just think about the negative Mm -hmm. of that situation. Right. And when we're in the negative, it's like, you know, you and I were also talking about how, well, whatever you tell yourself, whether you, whether you think you can, or you can't, you're right. And you will. So like when you choose to focus on those negative thoughts and then you believe them, like that is your reality. That's your truth. And also vice versa. When you force yourself to focus on the positive, you then believe those thoughts. That is now your reality. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's something too that I've learned over the years, which to be very honest with you, Libby, I was like, yeah, this is total fluff. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There's no way that this is going to work. But I quickly (laughs) proved myself wrong. (laughs) Okay. And it really is amazing just the ripple effect of that. It's first of all, acknowledging, hey, I there's positive thoughts in there, but I get to choose what to focus on. Yes, the negative is going to feel real strong, but I'm going to choose to focus on the upside, the silver lining, because it's there. I just got to look for it. Yeah. And focusing on that, because what you focus on grows and it can, I know it sounds so simple and so basic, but it's so true. And like you said, it what you focus on grows and that internal dialogue. I mean, the story that you're telling yourself, if it is positive, if you're looking for the upside, like you've just rewritten your story. That is your new building a new thinking pattern, a new belief system. You're rewriting the story for you. 
And I mean, you act differently too. When your internal dialogue or that thinking pattern has more of a positive outlook, a very different perspective, Mm -hmm. you're thinking differently, you're feeling differently, you're acting differently. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it's so funny too, when some of my clients are like, oh my gosh, people are saying like, who are you? You're acting differently. Like that's Mm -hmm. not your typical, you know, choice when we go out to dinner. And I'm like, guys, that's the entire point here. You're changing your thought patterns, your behaviors, you're kind of transforming into this best version of you. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And it's, I will say too, to like all my clients, like it is a ripple effect and everything is tied together. So like, okay, let's just say you start going to bed a little bit earlier. Great. Mm -hmm. You're going to wake up feeling a little bit better, which might make your breakfast choice a little bit better, which is going to make your workday a little bit better. I mean, it's just, and just Mm -hmm. like the opposite, if it's negative, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I think too, I mean, Libby, you've got so many awesome ideas over there. How do you force the positive? Because you know what, there's going to be days where we're in an absolute stink of a mood. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's really tough to get out of that negative to the positive. And I'm sure too, with your clients, it's got to be an internal dialogue that you believe. I mean, it, it can be hard to see the beautiful positive when you're in such a deep, dark place, but can you kind of share with our listeners, how do you kind of progress out of the negative to maybe get to a neutral and then uh, to the positive? Like how, how do you do that? Absolutely. I love this question. So I just want to say like, in being transparent, I struggle just like everyone else. Mm -hmm. I have depression. I take, you know, an antidepressant, like I am human. Mm-hmm. So I do this myself. So what I do is the very, like a huge part of what I do with my clients and myself is we focus on all of your wins. Mm-hmm. So when we first start working together, when like in session one or two, I will introduce your wins journal to you. Okay. Your wins journal, you're going to get a journal, whatever it is. It can be, you know, in your notes section on your phone, a piece of paper, whatever. Every single day, you're going to have it next to you someplace convenient, and you are going to write down every little thing that happens that is positive. I don't care how small it is, you're going to write it down. And it's just a simple sentence. And so you have this book that you get to look back at and all the things that you did well, and the wins. And what that does is it forces you to see not just visually with your eyes, you could see it on the paper, the wins, but you're forcing yourself to keep it in the forefront of your brain. And it's a, it's a practice. Like it's, it's not easy when you're having really bad days or something really bad happened in your life. It's not easy. And I, I know for myself, I can almost feel angry towards it. Like, I don't want to have a win. Like today sucks. It's not (laughs) going to be good. And it's like, no, pick out one thing. And it's like, okay, you know, like what's one thing. Okay. Um, like my, so I don't know. My technology worked today. I didn't have any tech issues <laughs> in my in the social media world. Like whatever it is. Yeah, it's a good but, day. It's a good day. Yeah, and then I also will start out my sessions with, you know, how are you feeling right now and then give me all your wins in the last week. Nice. And you know, a lot of times my clients kind of sigh because it's like, god, they they show up feeling awful about themselves, but yeah. you know, that's just where I start our sessions and after our session, I will give you an email and I'll send you, send you all your wins and then you add them into your journal. It's just, 
kind of a constant practice. Oh, that's great. I think what you just said, it's a practice, right? It doesn't, it doesn't come naturally. That's the thing when, Mm -hmm. when our brain so automatically uh, goes to the negative and feels that uh, so much more than the positive, then yeah, it's uh, it's forcing, forcing the positive and even writing down yeah, just simple, basic stuff. It's like, hey, good day. I brushed my teeth today. Or, you know, I put on, um, you know, I put on tailored pants instead of, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out in my cozies. Or, right, you know, the fact that it's like, you know what? I made dinner at home instead of grabbing something you know, at a restaurant or mm-hmm. through a drive-through, right? These little, these little wins. Right. That's a really great practice. Um, I find that too, Libby. And I don't know if you can relate to this. I know that a lot of my clients do too, because they are busy career driven women. And, you know, we've got this to-do list that's a hundred mm, things yes. long. And, you know, at the end of the week, they look back and they're like, oh, I did not accomplish these two things. And I'm like, yeah, but you co- accomplished the 78 other other right. things that were on exactly. your list. Like, right. Look what you did do. No, look what you did no. this week. Oh, it's so I, it is wild how our brain can just take over so quickly. But like you said, it is empowering because we can choose what to focus on. Right. You know, another thing and like, just to like on top of what we're talking about is, you know, this is one reason why it can be so important and crucial to work with somebody, Mm -hmm. whether it's a therapist, a dietitian, a coach, because they can point these things out to you. Like I have a therapist, I have a coach myself personally, and I forget things. So they'll be like, but maybe you blah, 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 you did this. And oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So sometimes it's crucial to you know, you need somebody to kind of hold your hand and guide you through being able to do this for yourself. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that you brought that up because it does make a big difference. People, we kind of get rabbit holed, right. And we get tunnel vision and we Mm -hmm. lose sight of what we're accomplishing and progressing uh, through. And it is so valuable to have somebody to highlight that stuff and even show you some gaps where you're slipping, showing how to fill those gaps and just holding your hand through, through that process. I know that that's been a big thing for me too, right? Like I've worked with coaches, business coaches, mindset coaches for, oh my gosh, like the last two and a half years. Yeah. And it makes such a difference, right? Because you don't know what oh, you don't yes. know. <laughs> right. You can't. You can't. Yeah. And like, I know for me, I'm so in in it. I'm too close to it. Mm-hmm. It's too personal. Yeah. But like, I, I can't, like, I can't, even if I wanted to, I can't see things, certain yeah. things. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Hiring a coach is amazing. And I mean, my listeners here, I mean, you guys know that I have a coaching program. And to learn more about my coaching program, check out the show notes. Uh, my website link is in there, leavandolder.com, and also an application to apply to work with me. And Libby, why don't you tell our listeners too, where can they find you? Yes, thank you. So I am, my social media handles are Food Freedom with Libby. And I'm on Instagram, TikTok, 
And yeah, I have a therapy practice and a coaching practice and I can work with anyone located anywhere in the world. And um, yeah, I can give you my social media handles so you can, you know, add them to the show notes if you'd like. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be be great. Thank you so much, Libby. Well, that was amazing. Thank you so much for coming in, Libby. And I think, I mean, my takeaway today is keep on forcing the positive and a little action step is having that little wind journal and just acknowledging the things that we do on a daily basis because they're happening. They're absolutely, absolutely happening. Yeah. Thank you, Leah. I had You're so much so fun. Welcome. Good, good. Thanks, Libby, again. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Reclaim Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to follow, rate, and review. To learn more about working with me, check out my website at leahvandolder.com. Thank you again for being here. It means the world to be able to connect with you. Girl, keep doing amazing things. You have everything that it takes to achieve your goals and be successful at anything that you want.